Welcome everyone to Embodying uh, Your Higher Self, Tools for Living Consciously. And in just a moment, um, a very dear uh, friend and colleague will be joining us. So sit back and um, relax and we'll be back right back with you. Wonderful. Here's Annabelle, and she's just connecting now. It's so great to... Oh, and Nicole is here. Oh, exciting. Wonderful. Welcome, Nicole, to uh, Embodying Your Higher Self, Tool for Living Consciously. And how are you, Annabelle? Yes, hi. Do you hear me properly? I can hear you quite well. I'm just going to turn up my volume. How about you? You're hearing me okay? Yes, very okay. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. So I'm just going to uh, sign out of WhatsApp so we don't get any uh, beeps during the show. Uh, it looks like some um, um, Nicole is here with us in the studio. It's great to have you here, Nicole. And today is a very special day because uh, Annabelle is um, with me in the studio. I'd like to do a short introduction of her um, Annabelle Oldry is an amazing woman. She's also a dear friend of mine and recently completed uh, her shamanic mentoring program with me online. Um, it was a six-month mentoring program. And I think it was pretty life-changing for you, I, I think, Annabelle, yes? <laughs> of course it was. Of course it was. Uh, going through uh, the other side of the, of the, of the, um, of the window, actually, and... Uh, discovering that it was uh, as simple as uh, the will. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So everyone who doesn't know Annabelle, um, she's quite a special woman. She has a passion for people, um, and she's an amazing people person. She studied neuro-linguistic programming and is also trained um, as a health and life coach sprinkled in with some integrative, holistic, energetic, and intuitive techniques. She believes that it's a priority to appeal to our senses because our senses are the roots of our actions. And for Annabelle, it was natural that she turned to the shamanic teachings with myself, Michelle, as the next step of her journey. Um, Annabelle and I already had a great personal story and um, she immediately felt confident. Um, because she knew that I understood her and knew um, a bit about her journey, her own healing journey, and how to how to guide and teach her what she needed to learn. And um, thank you for those kind words, uh, Annabelle. I really appreciate it. Um, Annabelle passionately defends benevolence and humor in the service of well-being and achievement. And her desire is to bring out the most beautiful versions of all of you and allow you to achieve your goals uh, while respecting each individual's own pace and their values. So warm welcome to you, Annabelle. Oh my God, it's so great thank to have you, you on so the much. show. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for this uh, nice introduction. Um, and uh, to uh, it's always uh, very uh, great to hear the presentation from another person. <laughs> so yes. Thank you for that. It brings me confidence because it's my first podcast ever so thank you everyone to to joining and I, i'm very happy to to experiment that today with you and uh, yeah that's that's uh, amazing how uh, we can build uh, uh, a castle of so many things that we can uh, bring with us uh, along the way 
Absolutely, absolutely. And, um, you know, everybody who comes on this show, I, I do ask very similar questions because everybody's journey is so different and um, it's really paved the pathway to to who they've become in this moment, in this, uh, in this present moment. So I'd love to hear um, a little bit about how you came to healing, like what led you down this pathway? So I think the first step to that was really when I went on depression, I went on a very, very heavy depression, very yes. long back, and it was more than 25 years back. And at that time, I asked around me uh, if uh, someone has uh, already uh, passed through what I was feeling, and no one seems having a depression, no one seems going to a therapist, no one <laughs> seems to want to talk about the, this uh, with me. So I was thinking, oh, my God, I, I, I'm alone to, to live that. I, uh, I, I, I am very weird, but it's okay. I will look for someone. So so I looked to a, a therapist. He was a sophrologist at that time. Mm -hmm. And this is when I discover all the techniques, but not all the techniques, but a lot of techniques, a lot of listening, a lot of... Uh, uh, explanation of what I was going through actually and in the same time I was on a depression I was also very excited to understand that it's okay <laughs> it, it, it happens to a lot of people and there is other people to support you and to explain you um, what is happening actually and to give you a hand and to give you support and to give you explanation. So in the same time, as it was very exciting and I began after a few months, I was getting better. And um, I began to talk to people about what I was going through that. Yes, I was on depression. I'm still on, but I'm getting better. Oh, did you know there is this, this, this. And suddenly when I was declaring I was on depression and talking to people, I saw a lot of people opening their mouth and uh, telling me that they went through a depression themselves. So I was okay. That was really weird that no one wants to talk about it, but a lot of people are going through it. So it makes me think that maybe we have to be a little bit more open about what we are going through when we are down and to be curious and let's discover all these techniques to get better. And that was the first door I opened to this world. Uh, well, thank you for sharing that story. And um, I think that kind of goes into the theme of this um, podcast today, which, you know, you wanted to talk about how healing one heals many. And as we share our story, there's so much uh, richness in that and um, possibility for other people to you know, acknowledge what they're feeling, like in depression or anxiety or whatever uh, they're struggling with. Uh, we don't have to be in secret with it. And um, I love that, how you stepped up and, and shared your story, which I'm sure was scary to do that, you know, in some ways, I guess. I don't know. Was it? It was scary. And I was very naive also because I, I was living in a world that uh, uh, people are nice and there is not much... <laughs> Uh, hurt to just say what we are feeling and this is when also I learned how to hide some of my feeling which was not okay but this is the way I hide, uh, hide it 
uh, uh-huh. I was I had a feeling that it was not okay to share. I was very naive, spontaneous. I wanted to share, okay, this and that. But um, as I was the only one to share, I was okay. Maybe it's not okay to share. Well, okay. Mm. After a few years, I learned that it was okay. But uh, yeah, and you know, when I started to to go to a therapist, um, a lot of my friends were thinking I'm going to a to a special community with weird uh, ceremony and they want to take your money and this and that because they didn't know anything about this world of, of well-being and techniques and, and uh, science around that. So, uh, yes, we, 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 we learn by looking at each other and sometimes we learn the wrong way or we unlearn what is natural. Yes, yeah, I think there's um, there's a lot of taboo around any kind of uh, mental illness or um, I don't even I don't even like to call it that word mental illness, but you know just um, what isn't considered the norm, right? Everybody is told we have to be happy. We have to just, you know, push through it, you know, try not to be sad. Don't worry, be happy. You know that song, don't worry, be happy. And through the dial of our feelings and the repression of our feelings, this uh, really can create a lot of, a lot more issues and a lot more problems. I know I've been there, so I, I really get it. So as we go through these trials and tribulations, what do you think was the greatest gift for you uh, because of what you went through, Annabelle? Um, the greatest gift at that time, it was that there is a way to understand what happened. Yes. And how to listen better. Better mm. listen to myself. Better listen to others. Uh, because I noticed that maybe I was not also... Um, when people don't talk to you about what, what they have, it's not only uh, 100% one way. It's a 50-50. So maybe I wasn't proposing the right space also for others to be uh, to feel safe to share. So uh, it's, it was also a, a lesson to, to listen better and to, to copy what the therapist uh, was doing with me to make me comfortable to, to talk. Hmm. It also helped me to, to be patient with my, myself and other more more patient and um, one thing I really really discover even if it was all, all something that it's natural that we are, uh, all have our own thinking and way of doing things it's really the the, the notion of understand other uh, world map and to be able to put our feet in others shoes um that helped me to be more compassionate and more patient this is this is this three three um big step for me at that time mm, beautiful i love that yeah i think i think there is something in that when when we when we suffer and nobody wants to suffer but there's some grace that comes through in that experience of suffering that does teach us how to be more compassionate or, as you said, patient. Um, certainly it's helped me have more compassion for other people because in our all, all 
we all, to some degree or another, experience trauma in our lives. You know, it's just um, an unfortunate reality. But at the same time, you know, I just had a client here at my place, and he was really understanding how this was a beautiful opening for him, that we discovered this trauma, and we were, you know, together peeling away the layers of the of the experience. Um, so yeah, I can see that. That's really beautiful. I'm glad you shared that. So tell us a bit about what you're doing now. What are you doing? I know that you're um, in the process of creating some pretty interesting projects. I'd love to hear a little bit about that as well. Oh, thank you so much. Yes. Um so I came back from Asia uh, one year and a half back, and uh, I had to uh, recreate my uh, ecosystem environment and, and everything here in Switzerland. So I, I'm in Switzerland, actually. I'm Swiss in Switzerland. And um, I, I, I didn't know what, what, will, uh, what will grow here because everything was new. It was uh, almost seven years I was uh, abroad. So, okay, I don't know what to do. So I planted some seeds. One was to um, open a, a coaching company. I've been approached with a very old friend for that. And another thing was to do uh, to do more events with people to do like a woman's circle uh, workshop in various topics. And uh, the first year, nothing really came up, but... Um, in 2022, everything was growing at the same time, unexpectedly. And suddenly we launched our coaching company. The name is High Up Me. And we coach um, students, we coach uh, for health, for life. We coach also managers, we coach team, et cetera, et cetera. So we have finally launched this company uh, last year. Uh, and uh, in the same time, with another person, we had this big dream to do more events. So instead of uh, starting small with small events, we just decided to go right away to a festival. So we we wanted to organize a festival because what we wanted to do is to organize something we wanted to go. And there was no festival of well-being. Um, at that time. So we decided to open this festival and now uh, we started to organize and now we are in the process to finalize all the interviews. And um, this uh, festival will take place um, on the 2nd and 3rd of September this year. And we are very happy because uh, a lot of people are very motivated to come and uh, make a, a conference, workshop, experimentation, we had food truck, uh, concert, DJs, you name it. And it's very, very various. We will also have, like, I discover myself a lot of techniques going to a holistic sexologist to, uh, we have a, a psychiatrist, sorry for my English, uh, I, uh, it's, it's not my language, so excuse me. Um, we have a psychiatrist. Uh, she's one of the fourth um, validated by the state, so by the country, to use a psychotrop um, for therapy 
with uh, patients and especially with uh, uh, people who are suffering from from form of autism. So, for instance, this, uh, this lady will uh, give us a conference on that. We have also a DJ coming explaining us the 432 uh, megahertz frequency, which seems being the frequency of the world, and how is working with the the sounds to make people dance on a special frequency. So uh, I'm very excited about this project because we will uh, discover ourselves many, many techniques um, of well-being uh, that are available uh, everywhere now uh, and also uh, give a platform for these uh, amazing people uh, to make discover what they are doing. So... Yes, that's my big, big project, <laughs> project now. Yes. Wow, that's amazing. So you said there's a therapist. Is she doing like working with psychotropics, uh, like yeah. uh, like working like a sort of, um, what do you, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, uh, um, God, my mind is blanking out. Um, you know, uh, hallucinogenic type plant medicine, LSD, um, yeah. and other... Um, yeah, I can't think of the word. <laughs> it's like it was something I was thinking of studying, right? And yeah, my English is yeah. going too. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. If if Nicole, you can help us out and type it in the box. We're both drawing a blank here. But uh, yeah. So that's aw That sounds like an amazing uh, festival, and um, I hope I can make it there. That would be incredible if I can join as well. And uh, I'm, I'm putting it out to the universe that it'll be possible, but, um, that sounds incredible. And I, sh I'm sure a lot of people will be interested to attend. Is the web, what is the website for that? Do you have a website or a way, uh, people can get direct information about that, um, that wellness expo that's happening? Yeah, we don't have yet, um, uh, a website. We are under construction. We just finalized the budget and things like this, but we have already, everyone wants to join. So it's very, very cool. Uh, we have just created, um, the first page, uh, for the festival on Instagram. Okay. What uh, is that called? What is that called? The, it's called Osmos in French is O-S-M-O-S-E. Uh, underscore festival so oh okay let me add that to the comment box osmos underscore festival for uh, instagram is that right yeah it's instagram we just we just create the page so you will have a few information now but starting a few weeks uh, we will have uh, the full communication uh, and we're very happy we have also a group of women who are healing people with the sound and they have like 50 bowls uh, and other instruments and they are doing an amazing job so they will be there also so we we also are contacted by people who are doing a, a biodynamic relaxation i don't know what so i am very wow. very happy that this Friends, idea to go to a festival doesn't find a festival, but finally decide to organize the festival they want to go. It's bringing so much platform for people like um, us who are passionate uh, by discovering, being curious, but also sharing, transmitting um, what we know uh, with others and um, exchanging. Uh, time techniques uh, and, and everything and um, 
I think it's, it was so easy for us to organize that. We even had the, the location for free because the guys, when we explained the festival, they were so high with this idea that they would say, as it's your first year, we give it for free. So wow. The universe with us for sure, 100%. And we were okay. Okay. That's amazing. So amazing. So again, uh, for everybody listening in, it's Osmos, O-S-M-O-S-E underscore festival. And they'll be having a lot more information as time goes on. But yeah, it's going to be happening September 2nd and 3rd, uh, 2023 in Switzerland. How exciting. Wonderful. So I'd love to just kind of um, go back into, you know, your healing journey and also just like maybe you know out of all the tools you've learned what is a great tool that really is your go-to tool that has helped you in your life um our listeners love to get new tools new ideas that can help them in their lives so i always ask that question so my everyday go-to tools it's it's the on the gold shower <laughs> it's really <laughs> I, I, yeah, I know it's funny in, in English, um, but at least you can uh, you can smile at it, at it. But it's really to to after a, a very long day or um, starting the morning to have this uh, purification and um, under the shower and imagining that I have really a gold light. Uh, uh, coming to to my body to to purify and to give energy and give sun and everything positive it's really simple it's really easy it doesn't take time because the plus point is that anyway you are taking your shower so why having this amazing shower in the same time so i think it's it's really simple okay so, yeah and another one that i like to do um when uh, the time from the um, the moon is going down and um, you're a bit lost and you don't know where you are in your life okay i don't know if you if everyone uh, is uh, having this this point of time in their life but i imagine that it, it can happen to everyone um, the first, the first tool I use is the wheel of life. It's to, to, to really draw a circle and to, to have some, some different, uh, part with what, what is important in your life. Maybe, I don't know, family, work, uh, social, uh, food, health, you, you name it. And to put a scale from one to 10 and just to, to, to put for every uh, topic where you are between zero, which is uh, of course the worst and 10, the best. And then you, you draw it, uh, you, you link the point, you draw it and you put a, a date and you keep it and you choose one uh, or two area you want to work on. It can depend on your energy, on uh, your level of, um, of uh, time that you can commit and you, you just, choose one of the area and then the second um, uh, things to do with this is to just do a positive inventory about the topic mm. because everything cannot be totally wrong. So right. you always may find something positive 
And I will say, find at least three things positive that works on that topic. And three things that you can um, do to improve. That's it. Mm-hmm. And it is already amazing because when we are very low, we don't need to, to do too much. Yes, that's true. That's really helpful. I love that. Taking inventory of your life, three things that are really good about it and positive, and then three things you'd like to improve. And um, just putting that on paper sometimes can really help to, you know, bring more ease into people's lives. I, I love that idea. That's really great. Yeah, that also helps you to compare time to time. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, six months back, I already had a, uh, this moment. I was not that confident on where I am and where I want to right. go. And Okay, I, I, I say, oh, family was at two, and now uh, I, I measure it at four. Oh, so I improve. Finally, I'm getting better. <laughs> we can, no, but we can be surprised about ourselves also. Uh, it's, it's, I, I, when I coach people, I always remark that it's all between uh, zero to 100%. People consider it's okay only if it's 100%. And it consider right. no improvement. So we are all, oh, it's zero or 100%. But there is like a, a full range of percentage that can be better than zero. So we, we have to learn. It's difficult. I am also working progress to, to put the percentage of, of um, what we achieved or what we need to achieve more uh, between this zero and 100 there is a, a full range of success. Right, exactly, exactly. And we don't have to be stuck on getting it perfect or getting it 100%. I love that. Because I think people do get stuck on that and they don't feel, you know, that yeah. they're making progress. But this whole taking inventory of your life, I think, is a really great tool. I love that you shared that. Yeah, about perfection. My dad always say, don't be afraid about perfection. You will never get it. <laughs> that's true that's so true my mother is a perfectionist and I, I learned from her um, she was always frustrated you know because she's an artist and she wanted it to be perfect and um, I'll give you an example you know so we went out for it was um, paint and sip and uh, she had bought us you know these two seats at a paint and sip and we were they were showing us how to make this painting and I was just very relaxed and I was making the painting and I, you know, I'm not an artist, but I, you know, I'm a very creative person and I love art and my painting was coming out really good. And, and she was really angry with herself because she kept making mistake after mistake. And in the end, she's like, I'm just going to paint over this canvas. And she looked at my paintings. I don't understand. Why does yours look okay? And I said, well, because I'm, I'm not worried about it. I'm not trying to make it perfect. And I, that in that moment, I realized I was like, "Oh my God!" All these years, my mother was trying to make it perfect, and in the end, she was miserable. And so, yeah. yeah so, yeah. what is the point? And what is perfection anyway? It's a judgment. You know, there is no perfection. What is perfect? <laughs> so that's uh, that's a good reminder for all of us. I love that. And there was something else I wanted to share. Oh yeah. Um, one of the things that I learned in my coaching training is about emotional regulation. And so here's a really great tool that I'd love to share with everybody. 
So when you get into those, uh, you know, those loops in your mind, when you're going down this really bad path with, I'm not good enough, Sally, you know, didn't call me or Sally didn't message me or so-and-so didn't do this. What you can do is this. You can say, is it really 100% true that Jack doesn't like me anymore? Is it really 100% true that Jack is going to, to run away from me? Is it really 100% true that he must think I'm not good enough? And so as we start asking the question, is it 100% true? We begin to realize nothing is 100% true. That's just not the case. And something, if you keep going down that line of self-inquiry and asking, is this really 100% true? Is this really 100% true? That can actually switch you completely when you realize, wow, all of this is just a story in my head. None of it is 100% true. Um, I find that tool to be really, really helpful for my clients. So um, just wanted to share it with the listeners as well. Just recognize that these stories in our, our head are not 100% true. They're just our stories. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah. Thank you yeah. for the reminder and the tips because it can be totally me when I'm getting in, a, in that loop. Yeah, it is. It is really important. So tell us, is there anything else that you would love to share um, with our listeners about, you know, any, any life hacks, anything you've learned along the way? I'm sure people would love to hear what you have to share. The, the thing I related to the first uh, sentence that if you heal one, one heart, you can heal so many after was really related to my own experience. Yes. Because when I discovered that there is all these techniques, it was really like I opened a door and behind this door, there were like hundred windows and behind these windows, there were uh, uh, doors. And this is how I discovered that finally there is so many worlds and so many people outside my comfort zone or outside my small world that can teach me so many things. And at that time, I was also a manager in a private bank company. And I wanted to also um, help um, my, my teams, my team members to understand each other better and for me to understand them better, to work together better. It sounds really cheesy, but in a company, it's not really um, easy if you don't have the tools. And I started to to um, study uh, NLP, and we had some tools. So I asked my um, my teams if they will be okay if I test everything on them. And uh, as we <laughs> were working, for, yeah, as we were working for very long together, they were quite keen to do it. And one of the exercises which was totally amazing is that we are collecting the information and registering the, the information via our senses, right? Everyone knows that. We also have one preferential channel to register. For instance, for me, it's the vision and the kinesthesia, 
meaning that if I write something, if I do a movement and I see something, I will uh, keep the information in my in my brain. And we had uh, two guys working together and having fight every day because they don't understand each other. So we did the little test on these two guys to know what their preferred channel to register information. And we came to know that the first one was a pure visual, meaning that he could uh, could, uh, register the information by seeing it. So you have to show him. And the second one was a pure auditive. So meaning you have to explain everything with words. So the pure visual was showing the pure auditive what he wanted him to do. Ah! (laughs) So as the pure visual was saying, so you see, you do that, you do this, you do that, you do this. When you listen, you do that, you do this, you do that, you do this. You don't know what you have to do. So this is why the pure auditive was arguing with the pure visual that he could understand what he was saying and the instructions were wrong. Same for the pure visual. When the pure auditive was explaining in very detailed uh, what, what, what is the issue and not showing him anything, he was like, I don't see what you say. And you can <laughs> listen the word, I don't see what you say. So when we discover that, Finally, we we did the test together and we had a lot of fun with this. And we found a trick for them when they explain to really match to to the needs of the audience that you have. Ah. And since that day, they were working very well together. That was a reveal. That was a real reveal. That was amazing how everyone also look at that and say, what a change on a so small uh, things. And sometimes when you have a bow and an arrow, sometimes you don't need to move too much. Sometimes only a few millimeter helps you to reach the target. And that was that. What a great example. I love that story, Annabelle, because it's so true. We are different types of learners, you know, the auditory, as you mentioned, the kinesthetic, the visual, and uh, what is the other one? Is Are those the main ones? Auditory, kinesthetic, visual, um, and I'm wondering if there's another one that I'm missing. Is there something else I'm missing? No, actually, there is, we all register everything with all our senses, Mm-hmm. With the smell, the taste, uh, and everything, but we ha- we we support this with a preferred channel. Some people are have two or three preferred channels, but normally we have one preferred channel. But we are supported with five of our senses in right. time to register right. information. And the strongest memory is always the smell. Mm. Always. Because mm. this is the hardest to work with <laughs> when you have uh-huh. to uh, unlink a trauma with a smell. This is the hardest. But there is technique for that also. <laughs> amazing, amazing. I do know a bit about NLP and I have some people yeah. in my life that are NLP practitioners. And I do feel that it's a, it's a really uh, powerful modality that can really help people change their uh their 
their mindset and their behavioral patterns, which is really uh, important if we want to be happy in our lives. So, um, yeah, it's been so great to have you on the show today. And um, I just want to repeat to everybody that um, Annabelle is having, what would you, what do you call the Wellness Expo? What is the actual name of it? What are you calling it? The festival? Yes. It's an Osmos Festival. It's just Osmos Festival. It's so it's Osmosis, Osmosis English, but as uh, I've chosen this uh, name, uh, I think I was 20 and I'm almost 50. So <laughs> uh, it's Osmos Festival. And uh, if anyone is coming to Switzerland, please drop me a message and we will be happy to, to make you discover our nice city of Lausanne, first of all, and then to welcome you to the festival. And for any other things you want to share or uh, anything, of course, you can contact me. No problem. Wonderful. And thank you so much, Michelle, for having me today. It was a real pleasure. And uh, a special uh, hello to Nicole. That was my... Uh, my partner in this uh, shamanic journey that uh, really changed my life. And I can only recommend to, uh, to have a taste of it and then um, to, to discover. It, it was really great and it opened uh, another, another uh, pan of spirituality that I was looking for. Oh, thank you, Annabelle. It's been so great to have you on the show. And yeah, everybody, I really recommend. I mean, are there going to be pre-sale uh, tickets um, going on for for the Osmos Festival, by the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We will uh, we will communicate on that uh, very shortly. Okay, good, good. And um, I think that they're priced very affordably. So I, I think if you're in Europe, you know, please, um, anybody who's listening in, uh, I highly recommend you check it out. It sounds like amazing, an amazing festival that I really hope I can I can join. And um, I'm in Mexico. That's why I'm saying to everybody, I'm not sure if I can make it. It's pretty far for me to go. But we are working on it. 